everybody, and welcome to episode 12 of the BJJ Foxcast. I am your host, Alex Martinez, and today I'm with my brother, Alex the Tojo Cray. Um, we're going to be talking about the uh, our trip to uh, Las Vegas for the IBJJF 2022 Master Worlds uh, competition and Jiu-Jitsu Con and every other tournament that happened out there. Tojo, what did you think about the weekend? Oh, I don't want to ever go Vegas to Vegas again. I know. We walked a lot. <laughs> we were there for a long time. Mm-hmm. Tournament was great. Um, I really liked the venue. I mean, it, the whole Jiu-Jitsu Con thing that they did was, it was actually, I thought it was going to be really stupid, but it was actually like a pretty... I mean, the venue's so big yeah. that it didn't feel overly crowded. Like, yeah. I, I kind of figured, I was like, you're going to have six tournaments this weekend in right. the same venue. But yeah. it, it wasn't bad at all. I mean, there was definitely, I mean, I think you said it was the biggest tournament they've ever had, right? Yeah, it's like the biggest jujitsu event in history or something like that. Yeah, it's nuts. Yeah. Um, but it didn't feel, like, overly crowded. I didn't feel like we were stepping on too many toes or anything like that, so. No, there was only one point where I felt like, where I felt crowded when uh, we went to um, uh, check-in. Yeah. And that one, like, maybe mid-morning or something like that, where it was, like, super crowded. But after that, it wasn't that bad. Yeah, I mean, all the lines for, like, the check, or I, I guess, like, the regular spectator line wasn't too bad. But, like, the, the black belt line, and I saw the um, competitor line was just, like, crazy. But they yeah. moved quick. Yeah. I mean, so, yeah. I mean, it wasn't bad. Yeah. It, it was way, way smoother than I expected. Yeah. Um, you know, for, for those people who have never been to a Master Worlds and are thinking about competing next year, just stay at the Westgate. Don't get fancy. Don't go Airbnb. Don't try to, you know, save a couple, you know, like uh, 20 bucks or 30 bucks a night on a room by staying somewhere else. It's so freaking convenient to stay there. And, you know, it's the biggest tournament of the year, at least for people over the age of 30. You know, well, I should say age of 40, right? Because a 30-year-old still still compete in the Well, I assume they're going to do the Jiu-Jitsu Con every year now. Yeah. So that might be, it's just going to be a huge tournament every year. Yeah, but if you're competing in Master Worlds, that's like your one the, the one tournament you should be focusing on, right? For sure. And, you know, if you're if you're having to drive to the venue, parking's like 20 bucks a day, something like that, and you can literally walk to the venue yeah. back and forth. We did it several times a day. We'd mm-hmm. walk back and forth from the venue to the hotel. It was like so, maybe 50 feet of outside cli- uh, outside uh, walking. Walking, yeah, yeah. So it wasn't it wasn't that big a deal. Um, <clears throat> especially when you're standing at the venue going, you know what, I probably should have brought X. You know what, just walk back and go get it. Not a or big deal. I have two hours before the next person I care about. Yeah, yeah. That, I'm gonna go hang out in my room for a little bit. That happened a lot. I mean, we were able to go back, chill out, stretch out on the, you know, in our rooms, and it it was good. And the Westgate, they block off rooms. They have a room block for uh, the IBJJF um, event, mm-hmm. so you get a, a little discounted rate on Did your. Did you room. have to call them to do no, that? No, no, no. Um, actually, if you, I think when you go through. I think it was maybe the IBJJF website. When you oh. click on that, it'll take you through the block of rooms, and okay. then it'll it'll show you. I think the first two nights were like $50, and the third one was like $150, something like that. Yeah, I, I'm stupid. I went through the Travelocity, uh, whatever, one of those stupid sites. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah, so getting out there, we, we left on Thursday morning, headed out, and got there just in time to see some of our friends compete, which is kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> made for a long weekend, though. Definitely made for a long yeah. weekend. Yeah. But it was lots of good jujitsu, lots of bad jujitsu. Yeah, <laughs> but definitely a lot of good jujitsu. Yeah, yeah. I, I think you know mainly like Vin and I have a have a history. I've been I've been going to him for training for about four years now, mm-hmm. and I really wanted to be here be there when he competed, and I was really glad we made it. Um, didn't go his way, and I've told him this in the past. Vin is a notorious slow starter. Yeah, and it kind of cost him in that tournament. You know. Yeah, I mean we talk about it all the time in the in the. Um, in class, you know, when we have like just like five or six minute rounds, it's like, 
That's not enough time. Nope. At when the high, especially the higher level you get, like everyone's playing so tight. Yeah. Like, there's no like rush. If you ru- if you're the one that's rushing to get to a position, you're the one that's going to lose. Yeah. Yeah. You know, and it, it's it's just it's it's really hard to push the right pace mm-hmm. while being you know precise. Yeah. And, yeah. and and tight, right? Yeah. I mean, it's five minutes is over in like a split second when you're in competition to brain, right? It's just like yeah. You look up at the clock, you're like, oh, I have thirty seconds. Thirty left. seconds, and you gotta you gotta do something. Yeah. You gotta make something happen. And, and inevitably, if you're waiting for that thirty seconds, you're like on si- on bottom side control or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> just getting crushed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and um, I think uh, you know what 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 you know, just like what happened to me in five minutes, it's really difficult to set up a game, set up any kind of like, um you know, I, I, I super complex kind of guard play or something like mm-hmm. that, because if it fails now you're three and a half minutes deep in yeah. this tournament. And now maybe you've gotten your guard pass because you're being fancy or whatever. It really is, man. It really is a score early and make them come to you kind of, kind of game. Yeah. Um, one of the more successful, well, the most successful game I saw in my bracket was actually by the person who won it. Jose Carlos. He went directly into his deep half game mm-hmm. and, um, <clears throat> Depending on what the scenario was, his reaction was precise. Yeah. So if he was down, he'd get a sweep. If he was up, he would sit there and let them do something stupid. Yep. It was it was perfect. It was perfect. And um, you know, that's something I, I have to emulate. I'm very much a let's play. Let's see, let's see who's got the gas tank, right? I'm, yeah. that's that's my game. And But uh, everyone has a five minute gas tank. Yeah, but do you have six of them in a row? Yeah. True. Right? Well, so, I mean and it was so like hit or miss because uh I mean, there was times where you were waiting, what, half hour, 45 mm-hmm. minutes for your next mm-hmm. round? And yeah. then there was times where you were like, hey, you're up next. Or like, I just went. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, came off the, I came off the mat, and the, and the ref was like, whoa, whoa. He goes, you, your name is on the board. And I was like, let's go. And, <laughs> but uh, they, gave me, they gave me some rest time uh, between rounds, which is pretty cool. Um, on the timing thing, though, they should, I don't know. The, the whole, like, when you're, once you go to Masters, it's five-minute rounds or mm-hmm. six-minute rounds. Five-minute rounds. Yeah, um, they should just they should do the whole like you know white belt is five minutes, blue belt is whatever, and but just kind of like shrink it down a little bit maybe. Yeah, yeah, like I, seven or eight minutes. For I black would belt. like to see eight minutes for yeah. black belt. I think yeah. that's I think that's appropriate. Um, but I don't know. I, I in a lot of ways they got it right with the five minutes because everybody does five minutes. You know, there's no guesswork. That's kind of cool. But I'd like to have more time to set things up, more yeah. time to come back. You know, and mm-hmm. more time to play uh, strategy. I mean, that's what really separates a lot of athletes. Because, like I said, a lot of people have th- have the juice for five minutes. Yep. Especially at these big tournaments where you have usually have a lot of time between rounds. Yeah. Right? A lot of times you're getting cold before your next round. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know? um, yeah, it was just, like, my rounds went almost almost identically, like, as, as far as time gap goes. They mm-hmm. weren't, they weren't, there wasn't that much variation. <clears throat> but I saw some guys in that bullpen that... Let's just say the first guy didn't make weight. Now they're in the bullpen for an hour doing yeah. nothing. So, and there's no room in that bullpen to move. That place, that bullpen was a dump. Like yeah. there was nobody cleaning that up, and people weren't cleaning up after spilled themselves. Drinks there were spilled drinks everywhere. Yeah. There's bottles everywhere. It was so gross. Couldn't um, sit down. Yeah, couldn't sit down between rounds. I mean, I did once, but then it was just like I, I just got up. It was so disgusting. But uh, that's one thing that needs to improve. They got to get somebody in there to, to clean that, or people have to just clean up after themselves, man. It's yeah, gross. let's be let's be fucking real. You're all adults. Yeah, <laughs> you're masters. Yeah, man. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, and and a lot of a lot of people there are academy owners. Like yeah. our biggest pet peeve is people that leave shit behind. Yeah. That's our biggest pet peeve because now we got to clean up after them. And I don't know why it's just impossible to get rid of that that problem. It it is impossible. It is. I mean, 
just when you think you caught it all, you come in the next morning and there's a bottle sitting there like that yet yeah, that you missed. You're I like, come in oh in the gosh. six a.m.s like you know yeah. for class, and I'm just like, all right, well here's here's someone's water bottle, here's someone's this, here's someone's that. Yeah. It's like Jesus. Yeah. Take your crap if you want to be on Tojo's good side, clean up after yourself, mm. or anybody's good side. Really. I mean, I guess it's it's a start. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, but um, Thursday went well. Uh, I competed on Friday. Um, Friday, Friday was, uh, was interesting because there was so much good jujitsu. Like I did not want to leave the venue mm-hmm. for any reason. Yeah. I mean, there was so much good, uh, Kishini was on a tear. Um, Edris did awesome. Edris, I think ended up third though. Did I think he? he ended up in third place. Okay. Yeah. He won two, lost one. Yeah. Or something something like that. Yeah. So know. he had a good showing. We had a lot of people have a good showing, but, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, Kishini was grinding out wins and people were trying to hang with him and getting hurt doing it. The last two guys were, are going to be benched for a while. I yeah. think. And yeah. I think the I don't I don't remember the second to last guy's name, but he uh, got stuck in uh, you know Q's notorious uh, Moplata and uh, yeah. ended up uh, paying the price for it with his shoulder. Yeah. And then the the last guy in the finals, uh, Omar, uh, I think he trains with um, uh, Gianni Grippo and all those yep. all those guys out there. Um, he got in that that squid guard. I don't know if you ever play that at all with the lapel wrapped around the leg. Yeah. Um, Q was pulling out that knee bar, and somehow that guy's. Uh, I guess he was probably defending, <laughs> trying to you know pull his uh, pull on uh, Q's arm or something, and uh, he popped his bicep. Yeah. He his his arm got stuck in that in that knee bar. Yeah. Somehow, and it. I think I did pop his bicep. It was pretty. Yeah. Aggressive. He was definitely like looking over, like <clears throat> I felt a pop. I felt a pop. Yeah. Just kind of like bicep tears, like. I, I tell you all the time. I send I send all these videos like people at the gym doing stupid stuff and like ripping their like biceps or blowing out their knees and stuff. I send yeah. all that stuff to Dan because I, I have a morbid like love. That's of it. so mean. It's so, just so That's awful. That's just so mean. But like the bicep tear is like one biceps and and pec tears. Yeah, are just so gross because you see it. Yeah. Well, I think the tricep is like a game ender. Like you're done. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, even if they fix it, they can't. I I, I think the tricep they can't quite. I'm not a doctor. What the hell do I know? Bro science? Yeah, but no, I, I heard um, like uh, football players talking about the tricep tears. They're just like, that's that's the end of your career. Mm-hmm. So I imagine at that level, it's like up just about anything. Well, I mean, you're torn. doing so much pushing. Yeah. You know? Yeah. But bicep tears, man, are, are nasty. And they're just like, so they're like, they skeeve me when I think about it. Just like yeah. you're that lobe of your arm, the yep. biggest part of your arm. Well, it looks like the biggest, like the most pronounced part. And it just like, it's sucked up into your so shoulder. Gross. It's yeah. so gross. Yeah, so I, I want to talk about just uh, preparation for Worlds and, and, and how I went about it and um, just kind of share some stuff that, that I did that I did to get ready. And, and the first thing I did was um, I worked on mobility. Mm-hmm. Um, I realized last year that um, I didn't have a lot of hip flexibility, and Vin and I worked on that. And I think any, any athlete at any age should be working on that. Sure. Mobility should be top, top priority. Um, it really – I noticed it a lot. When I started, like we could lift heavier because yep. I was a little bit more mobile. Yep. Um. So we get we were able to work a lot harder. I was gaining more muscle, losing more fat. I I was, I, I started working with a diet coach, uh, Jenny. Um. I believe it's like, uh, Jenny Fit at Jenny Fit Health something like that on, on Instagram. I'll find out for sure. She's gonna be on the podcast. But I started working with Jenny last year, and you know she she taught me so much. Like we. I just trusted what she was telling me. Yeah. Like I would tell her, like, can you hear the dogs? Yeah. I could. Um, I would tell her like what I'm working on, what I'm doing, and and basically the way I broke out my my training weeks was like I would go one easy week, a medium week, and a really hard week, and then I would go back to the easy, medium, hard. So she was changing my macros every week 
to to kind of accommodate for that much that much strain. And dude, I'm telling you, like my recovery was better, my sleep was better. Um, just, I mean, I, I think you could accomplish you can accomplish that like just researching on your own, but it's going to take you way longer than working with a diet coach. Yeah. So even if you have like a diet coach that does things like on the cheap that just writes you stuff because she, she checks in on me like every week. Um, oh, well, leading up to the tournament, mm-hmm. we, we do a, we do a monthly call and then leading up to the tournament, we check in every week and then the week of the tournament we're, it's every day. Yeah. We're talking every day and, you know, checking weight, checking macros, checking recovery, talking about sleep, talking about hydration, all that stuff. And that was a big game changer. Like my, <clears throat> my gas tank was full all the time. Thanks yeah. to, thanks to Jenny. Um, I'd been working with Vin for a while. So weightlifting was already there. Um, started seeing Dr. Neil, Dr. Neil got me right with my, uh, my neck pain, my shoulder pain, stuff like that. Yep. And you know, that, that was all to do, um, um, what is it? PRP mm-hmm. in- injections. And, um, so now I'm working with, um, with, uh, control, uh, physical therapy and, you know, getting that right. Yeah. You know, again, helping me with Making my, sure mo- nothing hurts. Yeah. yeah. Well, helping with mobility too. Yeah. So, I mean. I think a big a big mistake people make is they wait until they're hurt before they go see a doctor. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. and um, especially like shoulders and knees, shoulders and knees, and neck. Yeah, neck is bad too. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but if you can go, I mean, chiropractic's good. I don't, I don't really see a chiropractor. I really rely on on um, on uh, Greg at Control Physical Therapy mm-hmm. for for that kind of stuff. But you know, he's always available, which yep. is awesome. Especially you know. It, we have the luxury of knowing the guy, so yeah. you know we we have we have uh, direct access but to he'll, him. He'll answer anybody's messages because he he like yes. legitimately like loves it. He cares too. Yeah, yeah. Especially if you're an athlete, like if you're dealing with pain, he wants to help you. Yeah, which is really cool. Um, but yeah, going to the tournament, I kind of broke the year up into different you know sections, right? So the first thing was like you know getting my my uh, cardio base going, and then doing a tournament and then getting my strength up and then doing a tournament. And I, and I spread them out far enough so that I wasn't getting burned out, mm-hmm. but close enough to where I had to stay prepared. Yeah. Which is really cool. Um, the second piece is like, we got some new young, you know, young blue belts in yeah. the, in the Academy and they're monsters, man. You, yeah. And I want to be their training partner. I want to help them mm-hmm. when they compete. Cause they're the real competitors in the, in the Academy. I'm just an old guy. Yeah. But, um, but I'll tell you what, training with those guys, training hard with those guys, everybody's moving in slow motion compared to them. Yeah. So that helped a lot. Um, private lessons with Josh helped. Yep. Um, you know, I think I think one thing people need to do whenever they're training, especially if you're a black belt or a brown belt or above, whenever you have the op- the opportunity, like you have a golden opportunity with Italo, is to take the I know out of your vocabulary. Uh-huh. Just completely take it out of the vocabulary because Italo – I've only been through maybe f- uh, four or five of his classes in the past year, mm-hmm. but man, he dropped some gold in those classes, mm-hmm. man. He really shows you what he's working on and, yep. and how he does it detail by detail. Plus his comfort is, with teaching has gotten so much better. Like he was definitely a little slow start uh, as far as like the coaching, at, li- at least at Paul's. I mean, he didn't know anybody. Yeah. Uh, his English is definitely like, English is a second language, right? Yeah. So he, there was definitely that struggle, but his English has gotten better. His yeah. confidence um, with uh, like, you know, just... You know, being okay with like saying the wrong word and then like having someone be like, you mean this word and be like, oh, yeah, yeah, that. Yeah. Yeah. That, that, that's a big step for him. I yeah. mean, a big step for anybody, really. I mean, yeah. 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 I mean, it's <laughs> always like 
you know, it's like, well, uh, sorry, uh, your your English is your, your English is better than my Portuguese, right? right. So, <laughs> Absolutely. So I have no excuse. Absolutely, or, yeah. It's like I'll I'll help you as best I can, like try to you know articulate what you're trying to do, especially because yeah. like you know I'm usually like you know the uki in, in the class or yeah. whatever because I you know, one of the you know the black belts that are there more often than yeah. than most people are. So yeah, and there's a comfort level with your uki, right? Yeah. I mean, especially like when you're on the same page, that's gold. It, yeah. There's nothing worse than an uki that's fighting you back. <laughs> <laughs> or like, you know, when someone does like the proper response and they do this and then the, the person do doesn't do the opposite. And yeah, you're like, yeah, oh, uh, damn it. Uh. <laughs> but that comes with like chemistry, right? Yep. I mean, it's, it's really is. It really yep. is a chemistry. Not going to name names, but yeah. <laughs> sometimes yeah. you, you take what you're given. <laughs> yeah, that's right. That's right. But no, good uki makes the, makes the class go really smooth, man. Yeah. Um, but um, strength training. Strength training is overlooked. You know, you know, the funny thing though, like I think what you and Amy have is probably the perfect setup, mm. right? Cause you have one of the best coaches. Uh, I mean, I, arguably, arguably one of the best coaches. Yeah. I mean, Josh is awesome. He's amazing. No yeah. one will argue that his technique is top and, you know, and top and, tier. And, and he can communicate that really well. Yeah. Which is rare. Yep. Um, and you got Vin yep. for doing your, your lifting and yep. all that kind of stuff. You have a nutritionist. Mm-hmm. Um, I think what happens with a lot of people, though, like they look at someone like you who has who's, who's and it's not like it was given to you. right? No. You 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 set this up. Yep. Right. But they look at someone who has all of this that was set up, you know, by, you know, by the you know, you just made the right moves. Right. Mm-hmm. And then they 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 kind of get that um, paralysis by analysis kind of yeah. thing where they're like, or, or, you know what Dan told me this morning? Or, or he didn't tell me. He was saying it to someone else, but I was just like, that's fucking good. Um, he's like, don't let perfection get in the way of good. Yes. Because sometimes, like, you're, like, you're trying to find the perfect schedule for lifting, training, um, you know, meeting with your, your, your PT, meeting with your nutritionist, you know, all yep. that stuff. And you're like, oh, that's too overwhelming. Uh, fuck it. I'm just not going to do anything, any of it. Yes. Right? Yeah. And then now you're bad. Yep. You know, it's like. Or you're broken. Exactly. That's worse. Right? It's yeah. like, just do something. Do something. Get in yeah. the gym, train your ass off, lift, yeah. do your cardio, do all the other auxiliary things. Like, you, everyone knows, like, going and eating pizza and burgers isn't good for you, yeah. right? Yeah. You can do the bare minimum for nutrition. Yep. Right. And if you're in a jiu-jitsu academy with more than 30 people mm-hmm. as, as part of the academy, and you put on the Facebook, like, hey, I want to clean up my eating. Does anybody, can anybody help me? You're going to have- Ten people. F- ten people that yeah. are going to respond going, hey, bro, I can help you. Mm-hmm. Hey, I, I need I need a weightlifting program for jujitsu. Can anyone help me? Yes. So mm-hmm. everything that I'm doing on, like, the one-on-one stuff that, that, that I'm doing is available to everyone if you ask. Right. Someone will help you. I'll help you. Yeah. Like, I don't care. I people mean. People are just, like, they're too afraid to, like, <clears throat> voice their opinion. Like, and it, it could be, or, or not or not their opinion, like, any sort of concern or questions. Yeah. Right? Like, you see it, like, when it comes to, like, technique or, like, getting something that you want in life. Anything, yeah. right? Um, like, a funny story. Like, this weekend, Kelsey and I were, like, you know, we didn't, neither of us were competing this weekend, so we were kind of, like, here to support, which meant we got to go have fun in Vegas, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but one of the nights, we were kind of hanging out in the hotel, and by the time it was, like, kind of, oh, it was a little late, everything was kind of starting to close, like, all the restaurants. And this was, like, this was Thursday night, so, like, it wasn't, like, you know, Friday night, Saturday night, where everything's open till whatever. They yeah. don't close or whatever it yeah. is. Right? And we're, like, I just want a slice of pizza. And, you know, like, none of those places are open, right? right at yeah. that point, this was, like, maybe 10 or 11 o'clock at night. Everything closes at 9 during the week because no one's there. Yep. Right? Um, and, you know, we get in this we get in the, uh, elevator because we've already kind of, like, it, it was a bust, right? We couldn't find, any, like, anything to eat. So we're like, ah, screw it. We'll just go to, back, we'll just go to bed. Yeah. And a guy walks in the, in the uh, 
elevator with a box with a full box, like a large pizza by himself, drunk as fuck, <laughs> of course, <laughs> right? By himself. And I'm like, yeah, this guy's got the right, oh, and a beer in a hand, beer in hand, large pizza in the other. Awesome. He's like, I'm like, this guy's got the right idea. Like I say that as he walks in, he's like, it's just for me. You guys should take a slice. No way. And I'm like, we're looking for a slice of pizza. This guy offers it. And I'm like, hell yeah, we are. <laughs> so we open the box. We both take a slice. I grabbed like the smallest slice on there because I'm just like, this is this right. dude's pizza. I'm yeah, not going to yeah. like, and he's like, that's a bitch ass slice. Like another. <laughs> <laughs> but it, like, it just like, you just got to say stuff sometimes. Sometimes like, you got to ask, Look man. stupid, you know, yes. whatever. Who cares? Even if like, what's the worst that's going to happen? You'd be like, yep. Yep. You know, he's not, it's like, he's going to, not like he's going to fight you. Like, you know, some people. Yeah. Yeah. I think like if, if anybody's looking for a place to start, in my opinion, hydrate. Yeah. Clean up your eating and sleep a lot. Mm-hmm. Those three, like quick sleep, plan- sleep and, and hydration is like the, like the two things that are, I think are the most overlooked. Yeah. Quit watching TV. Everyone knows the lift. Everyone knows to go yeah. do the, do the you road work, go run. Yeah. yeah. You know how to get strong. Yeah. But I mean, those three things are those th- three things are overlooked, especially sleep. Yeah. Some people would rather watch, watch t- television. Mm-hmm. Um, some people would rather like play video games or be on their phone or whatever. Shut that stuff off. Go to sleep. Yeah, like sleep when you're tired. Yep, and and you can't go wrong. And I think um, well, shutting off all like the screens too is like, I mean, I mean, this is pretty well documented at this point. But like having those screens on like kind of like delays that like melatonin drop. Yeah, you know, that makes you want to go to sleep, right? Like if you just have like your cell phone in your hand and you have the TV on. It's like you're not getting tired until yeah. 11 or 12 at night, right? Yeah. If you turn that stuff off, like maybe read a book or talk to your significant other, God forbid. God forbid. <laughs> Where's the <laughs> fun in that? Yeah. As soon as that light goes out, it's like maybe like turn down some screen time. Yeah. You know? Well, Matt Frazier, who's like, he was like a five-time, um, um, what do you call that? Um, um, wor- the workout stuff. What is it called? CrossFit. Sorry, I couldn't think of the word. Um, but he's, uh, Matt Frazier, five-time uh, CrossFit world champion. He said that if sleep weren't natural, it would be a banned substance. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's, it's that it's good. So important. It's that good yeah. for you. And and to, and to be clear for everyone that's listening, I'm the biggest fucking hypocrite. Here. <laughs> <laughs> I am. I am on my phone and watching Netflix. I leave Netflix on when I go to sleep. Yeah. And I wake up at five every morning to teach. So right. That's not good. <laughs> I do not sleep, but that's I do get to take naps. Yeah. I won't say when, but I do nap during the day. Naps are huge, man. <laughs> naps are huge. Yeah. And and you know, and there's a lot of people that don't take it don't take advantage of that time that they have to to get a nap in. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, so hydration, uh sleep and avoid alcohol. <laughs> avoid alcohol. Hey, we're coming off of worlds. Yeah. Mm. 364 more days. 362 actually. Oh well, yeah, whatever. Um well, it just depends cuz depends on the schedule. Yeah, it depends on the schedule cuz like 2 years ago it was December. And I think that might have been the one where I got sick. Yeah. Maybe. Last COVID, year. COVID Zeta is yeah. going to come out. So, you know. Yeah, that's right. Gonna yeah, everyone's going to die quarantine. or whatever. So, um, then we're going to get, uh, then um, last year it was uh, November. Mm-hmm. And then this year was September. So, it's just it's just a moving target. It should have been November. Yeah. It was so hot. I could not believe how hot it was. For, for all the people from Ireland and Italy and what were the other... There were some people from New Zealand. <laughs> the, like, we're, we're talking about uh, listeners. Uh, there's listeners that are in the, apparently in those. Oh those yeah, countries. yeah. I got I got listener. Uh, it's like one person in France, one person <laughs> in Ireland. Shout out to you guys. Thank you guys. I for, love you. I love you for listening. For them that for those people who don't know, <laughs> Vegas is technically a little higher elevation than Phoenix, and it's usually about five or ten degrees cooler, just because there's not as much concrete as Phoenix. Is just a big concrete like 
block. Not this week, dude. In the middle of summer. It was we pu- we pulled in, got out of the car. It was like 113 <laughs> or something <laughs> on Thursday. Yeah, and I'm like, I'm pretty sure it was cooler in Phoenix. Yeah, it was. It was. Oh my gosh, hot. Yeah, this I mean, week. we got the. I guess we get monsoons. I guess I don't think they get that up here. No, I guess not, huh? Yeah, if you saw Lake Mead. Yeah. It was, they get Lake, no water. Lake Mead looks terrible. It's it's basically dry. Yeah, yeah. They got, they're finding boats and bodies and bodies, stuff. Bodies, like lots of bodies. Yeah. yeah, lots of concrete blocks attached to feet. So crazy, man. <laughs> so crazy. Um, but let's talk a little bit about um, the, the venue. The venue was, um, I think it was set up almost perfectly. Yeah. And I don't know who did their art this year, but the art was the amazing. The art was awesome. It the, was so The good. Leandro Lowe uh, portrait that they did. Yes. Was was classy. It was beautiful. It yeah. was you know, and there there was the little like you know, like the little blurb right next to it yeah. that was like really heartfelt. Yep. Like and for those who don't know, Leandro Lowe was murdered in Brazil yeah. a, a, two weeks ago. Yeah. He was ago. like what like an eight time world champion, something yep. like that. Mm-hmm. And a uh, legend. A legend in the sport. I yeah. mean and, and and one of the more uh, iconic yeah. uh, uh faces. I mean it, it was And just, not like he was gone. He was still competing yeah. still at the active. highest level yeah. yeah at the highest level yeah yeah and uh yeah he he uh, apparently there was an altercation uh that took place um then a person who i i believe is a police officer in brazil somewhere yeah, he was an off-duty um, and apparently he also trained jiu-jitsu too wow shot him shot him in the face yeah. and then ended his life and um man it's a <clears throat> it's a tragedy um leandro Lowe was the guy one of the guys that you know i I look up to. If you know? don't look up to him, you're an idiot. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's true. Um, I I just remember um, he and Buchecha closing out an open. It might have been like Worlds one year. Yeah, where uh, Leandro was, his shoulder was gone. Like he was literally in a sling going into the final in the open, and Buchecha uh, closed out with him and gave him the 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 title. He won his the the la- it might have been the last title he won yeah he was in a sling because he had surgery after and stuff so yeah we're very very close and then um so when um when Buchecha finished his uh, his last MMA fight it was tearful it was uh, the the post fight uh, interview was very tearful and you know talked about uh, Leander what he meant to him and it yeah. was it was sad man it was sad it's such a bummer and uh, that town is gonna murder that dude. Yeah, something bad's gonna there happen. Was, I, I saw that. I saw that there was like riots, like at the, like the the trial or whatever it was. Yeah, and like, I believe it. He is not gonna do well. No, this is not gonna go well for him. Nope. Yeah, um, but like on a higher note, like uh, I mean, so they had the, the they had like the little memorial Leandro Lowe yep. artwork that was fucking awesome. Yep. It, it that I took a picture of it and posted it. It's awesome. It's it, beautiful. It was beautiful. Um, but they also had like that like uh, that Helio Gracie picture yes you know that 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 you know everyone I, that iconic picture of him like in the air flying that flying, flying arm bar, bar. Yeah. yeah it's it's just a really cool picture for the jiu-jitsu con um if those shirts weren't 35 bucks I'd have one. <laughs> the like, what they were a little expensive i was like geez 35 dollars for a t-shirt oh yeah 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 it's yeah. like 65 dollars for a sweatshirt i'm like yeah what do you guys think it is Gold? <laughs> hey man uh, it, it you know what they're they're worth what the market will bear yeah what people well, will pay for it that's what they're worth but i mean it was it was gorgeous yeah the artwork was really gorgeous yeah, yeah. i don't know who they had do it but it looked really cool yeah, yeah and props i really to that person yeah yeah definitely i really like the uh the black and gold on the um on the uh, uh podium mm-hmm. podiums look amazing i mean yep. it was it was a little chaotic around the podium just yeah. because of spectators. I mean, I think the uh, I think the athletes did a good job getting in and out of there, you know, doing the, what they had to do. And but I think the spectators, I mean, 
there were some folks hanging out a little long, yeah. in my opinion. Like, who are you watching? Come on. Yeah. Get out of the way. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, yeah, so um, I competed on Friday. Um, it was uh, on time. I mean, Maybe I was a little early. Um, they were more or less. Yeah. There wasn't anything like, you know, like three hours early or three hours no. late or anything no, like that. No, I was only like maybe 15 minutes early. Yeah. Uh, which is cool because it mm-hmm. uh, got me out of the bullpen right away. Yep. Uh, went in my first match and... Um, Man, everything in that match went, went my way. Mm-hmm. Every single thing went my way. It was like textbook, like what I what I would what I would write in, in a textbook. It was yep. a, a college drag takedown, two points. Um, he did have me a little off balance with that deep half. I hate the deep half. It's mm-hmm. you know it's it's really hard for me to defend. It's a soft man's game. It, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it's um, it, it's it's hard to defend, but um, someone who's good at it, man. <clears throat> Actually, I very much like deep half. It's usually like traditionally like said it's kind of like a large man's game but yeah uh it's it's such a, a versatile position yeah well josh josh and i well we were just going over it in in class this past couple of weeks and josh's deep half is really good and mm-hmm. i was like you know i was like hey how long have you been studying deep half he goes he said you know he studied it really hard because he was learning to counter it yeah so he wanted to learn everything about it before he countered it so there's Amazing. some really cool setups <laughs> mm-hmm. that I've seen from Josh. I've seen Italo sh- uh, showed some really cool counters. To yeah, it's it's there's a lot you can do from both both sides of that. Yeah, of that definitely. Point, you know. Yeah. So, so yeah. Um, scrambled out of that deep half. Ended up in his close guard. Opened his close guard. Passed his close guard. Um, Someone lit a fire for you though. Yeah, yeah. I'm not gonna say who. Um, he <laughs> uh, he turtled up. Took his back. Um, scrambled out. Ended up uh, got mount. And then uh, it ended when I was going after the Americana. But uh, I really wanted to close that one out. I really wanted to end that one. Yeah. But um, second match went pretty well. Um, that was the same guy that you beat at Phoenix Open? Yeah. And he was, and that's, you guys were both up at uh, Middle Heavy. At, at, at the Phoenix Open, yeah. 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 So. Um, Jose something or another. Uh, Joao. 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 Um, so he and I fought at the Phoenix Open, uh, weight class up at 195, but I weighed in at 181.2 for the yeah. Phoenix Open. So I was like, I on. always, dude, I, you know what? When, when people are like, oh, I'm going to go up and wait, so I'm going to eat like crap. I'm like, are you stupid? Yeah. Like I, go in optimal. How many times have you, have you oh, you, oh, there's no one in your division. You have to go up and wait. And they're like, oh, you better gain weight. Like, what does that mean? Like <laughs> you want to get fat? Like none yeah. of that's going to make are, a difference. Are you going to put on 15 pounds of muscle no. in, in a week? No. Yeah. So it's like just. Do what you're doing, yeah, and you're gonna fight just as good as you were gonna. Like, yeah, putting on weight is, it's not about just being heavy. No, going optimal, yeah. right? So, um, anybody who's rolled with like someone small who's good, you're like, this person weighs 300 pounds. Yeah, right. And they're like, nope, 120 <laughs> pound 120 little girl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, who's crushing your ribs, by the way. Yeah. Um. So yeah, that one it was uh it was pretty close. I was up by one advantage with like 30 seconds to go. Uh, we reset and then. I didn't want him to get any ideas, so I just shot in, got mm-hmm. the takedown. Um, we kind of scrambled out of bounds for a second. I pulled him back in, and then I took him down. And then I got a quick two, and then I think the ref pulled it back because he had me in a little Kimura trap up from bottom. It was adorable. And, yeah, and then I ripped that out, and then I got my two. So I won uh, 2-0 on that one. And then the third match, I felt like it was going to go well. Like, I I wasn't winded. Like, I wasn't tired. I wasn't anything. But... Uh, Got stalled out. I mean, he did enough to get an advantage, and that was the whole match. After he, that, he, he just sat in my He played the, the, the stalling game. He played within the right. rule set. Yeah, he played within the rule yeah. set. Hey, good on him, man. I got yeah. nothing bad to say about the guy. I mean, 
I just wish it would have gone my way, but it didn't. Um, I wish the rule set just kind of worked. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like yeah. That, I mean, so for those who didn't watch the match or haven't watched it yet, it was basically Alex was in or had him in close guard and he would work to get out of it every 25 seconds just, be, just before the stalling points yep. came in. Perfect. Or the yep. stalling penalty came in. Um, you got the one advantage for supposedly passing your guard for a second, which well, I don't remember seeing, but I haven't rewatched it. The thing is, man, the thing is with that is I kind of understand when the referees give out an advantage because do you really want to make a ref's decision? Mm-hmm. Probably not. So, I mean, if it looks like it could have been a pass, maybe I had to recover. I, I didn't. Yeah. But um, you do, boom, you wave the arm, give an advantage. Now it's a fight. Most people are happy. Yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, at, when I first got my black belt, because I started so late, it's really intimidating going in there and seeing, like, you know, three-stripe, four-stripe, five-stripe black belts that are in your division. You're like, man, it's intimidating. I'm not, I don't feel intimidating. Like, this is my third year at black belt. Yeah. Now I look at their stripes, and I'm like, it's going to be fun watching them pack, you know, and leave the bullpen. It, that's 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 really my mindset now. And I'm over here waiting for a cue to retire. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's gonna happen because yeah. he had an amazing weekend, dude. I mean, I mean, cue, but like I say, cue, but like that's a my division stacked. It is everybody, it, dude. Every division. I had Jose Carlos in my division. That's true. That's, that's true. That's a that's a tough division. Yeah. Um. And 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 top to bottom, man. I mean, there are just like anything else, man. If you have a hundred people like I think it was uh gosh who was it um oh who's a crazy dude runs a lot not Cam Haynes oh uh, uh uh someone's someone's yelling at the it's this person <laughs> David Goggins <laughs> David Goggins yeah David Goggins said and it applies to a lot of things man like if you have an army of people you know 80 percent are targets yeah. right 20 or 10 percent shouldn't be there and, you know, nine nine of those hundred are, like, pretty tough, but there's one warrior, right? Yeah. And that applies. I mean, 80% of that bracket probably didn't train as hard as they should have, yeah. right? And they were out in the first round. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and then you get, when you get up to that 1% of that bracket, <clears throat> anybody in that bracket can win. Yeah. So, literally, we, the people that are trailing those guys, had to win four matches just to get into the tournament. Yeah. That's not an easy task, dude. Four matches, dude, six matches in a day is a ton. That's a ton of matches. Well, let's put this into perspective for a lot of people. Um, how many times have you heard a blue belt or a purple belt or a brown belt say, that guy should have been promoted last year. <laughs> He's sandbagging. It's yeah. like, that is basically what it's like to be a first, second, third, four, ten-year black belt. Because yeah. you don't know who you're going to get. You could have a guy who's been a black belt longer than you've trained. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Yeah, and that's that's what it's like to be a black belt. The guy I fought in the third round has been a black belt for more than twenty years. They don't split that shit up by like, oh, no. here's a one stripe black belt, so you guys get your own division, then you get the two stripe. No, it's black belt. Period. Yeah, period. And good luck, buddy. Yeah, yeah. So um, like, like I, I was saying, Q's in my division. Q's literally been a black belt longer than I've trained you yeah. to. Yeah, yeah. Jose Carlos. Most of the people you competed against yes. this weekend, yes, had been black belts longer than you've trained. Yes. Yeah. But I kind of welcome that now. Right. But I mean, it's just like one of those, I was, it's just like, it's funny to listen to people here, like complain about sandbagging. And it's like, yeah, that's basically being a black belt. The cool thing about it is they're not going to make a mistake. 
Yeah. You're not going to get away with anything. Yeah. So in your training, you Keeps have you to honest. think that way. Yeah. yeah. You have to think like, I've got to be perfect. Mm-hmm. If any, if I slip up even a little bit, I'm caught. Yep. That is so cool, which dude. Is so much fun. <laughs> that is it, so cool. Which is, it's, it's like when you're rolling with Josh, you're like, I'm just going to drop this bomb and see what happens. Just see, yep. <laughs> I'm, <laughs> I'm going to close my eyes and swing hard in case I hit something. Yeah, He's man. Like, Did he just react? Yeah. Fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Every once in a while. Every, every once in a while, he'll react and then he'll murder me, like, <laughs> just to make sure I understand. And I get it. I understand. Because you made me put some effort in. Yes. This is going to hurt. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, we get into, into day three and day three is usually my favorite because I don't, I only focus on coaching. Like I'm not nervous about, done, yeah, yeah, I'm not nervous about me. You know, it's over. I, it's, it's done with. And, um, I had, uh, Dallas, little Dallas in the morning and, um, he went up, not only did he go up uh, a weight class, he went up a belt level. First first time at Orange, right? First time at Orange. And um, he, and did, he belonged. He belongs there. Absolutely belongs there. He fucking belonged. He yeah. Did, I mean, he made some errors. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. everyone does. Critical error he made, he sat down and played guard when he should have stayed on top, and, yep. he, and it cost him two points. Now he's God, behind. How many times have you tell that to people? Dude, like, I've do done n- it. Do I've not done it. fall back. I know. We've yeah. all done it. Yeah. yeah. Right? But it, it's like, if when you're playing points jiu-jitsu, unless you're like 100% sure you're going to finish that sub, do not fall back. <laughs> Do not fall back. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I mean, I've always told when I, when I was a kid's coach, our goal is to get on top and stay on top. Mm-hmm. And that really is tournament jujitsu. You know, get on top and play. You yeah. know what I mean? Get your two points or start playing your passing game. Yeah. Um, you know, Josh plays uh, a lot of sit-down guard. But he's also got 10 minutes to set things up. Yeah. And he's also got guys that have done jujitsu as long as him wrestled as long as him mm-hmm. are at the his level i mean there is there are no dude but you'll never no see slouches. josh take someone down and then fall back on a position correct right yeah he'll he'll never if do he's that. if he's going to be playing guard he's pulling guard yes 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 you because know? he because he knows the other guy's game he knows what they like to do and yeah. he knows what he needs to do to counter that and get the sweep because that's what you should do yes. like if you're going to play guard you better be good at pulling yeah like in a way that you're not going to give up points because some people are really good at that like that bullshit ankle tap bull crap. Yep. I hate that so much. <laughs> if I, and if I was a ref, I'd be like, I didn't see that. Yeah, yeah. Hey, it works, man. <laughs> it It'll does get you work. Too. I know it's technically two. It's yeah, forfeits, but yeah, whatever. But uh, yeah, I also noticed like uh, it used to be like it didn't really happen until you got up to ninety five, where people were kind of dancing. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? A lot. But I saw a lot at eighty one. Nobody wanted to pull. Nobody wanted to shoot. You know, it's that's like, what happened with Vin. Yeah, yeah. Nobody wanted. And and the other guy was like a. D1 wrestler back in yeah. the day or something. I, I would expect him to do a lot of outside single stuff like that. Cause yeah, Ben took his tooth home, though. Yes, he did. <laughs> Knocked the guy's tooth out, right? It, well, yeah. I mean, he didn't knock it out as much as he pulled it out. He, like, had, like, a cross <laughs> grip or whatever. And, like, he kind of, like, just kind of, like, flared up. And, it yeah. like, it just happened to, like, I think the ghee material caught on his tooth. And it oh. just, like, popped out half of his tooth. Yeah. But all power to that dude. He just, like, spit it out in the trash and was like, let's go. Yeah. He was game. Yeah. You know? That was cool. Yeah, but uh, yeah, Dallas did well. Um, he was a little, excuse me, he was a little upset. Um, obviously, I mean, he puts a lot of work in. The kid puts a lot of work in. And oh, by the way, he just flew out to do another like judo seminar this weekend. Yeah, like, for, straight from the tournament. So good on him. Yeah, I um, mean, you know, it sucks. I think he knows. He knows that he could beat that guy. Yeah, that kid that he fought. That's probably he, what hurts the most. He could a hundred percent. You know, he would. He would. You know, without the tactical errors that we were. We're alluding to, and I, yeah. there's no reason to go 
you know, play by play, but like without that, he would have won. Yeah. You know, because it was like, what, 45 seconds left? Yeah. And all he had to do was basically just defend, not get submitted. Yep. And he ended up rolling over, you know, got gave him the sweet points. And then I think the guy took his back. And then at that point, like even without the submit, because he got submitted, right? He got, re- uh, yeah. he got loop choked or something. Yeah. Um, without the submission, he still was down points. Yep. He wasn't going to recover from that, unfortunately. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and that was that was tough. But yeah. um and then I had uh the Cope brothers, they were um about an hour apart. Yeah. So um first round losses each one. They, these, are, the, these are kids from your school, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, kids from the school and they were um the first big tournament. Okay. And you know, one thing I did, I, I didn't I didn't do it with these kids, but one thing I used to do when I was a kids coach is as we got to the venue, I would walk the kids around the venue and I'd start pointing at the lights and you know, look at all Get them that. used to the environment. Yes, yeah. yes. so that yeah. when they're on their back laying there, they're not going, oh, what is that thing? That looks like a catwalk. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. Uh, uh-huh. So, um, you know, and I just show them around and look at the ceiling and look at all the air vents and, you know, hey, did you notice that the walls are white but the, the ceiling's black? You know what I mean? Yeah, just, just take it all in. Take it yeah. all in, yeah. yeah. Um, especially when we did tournaments at the uh, Pyramid at um, uh, Long Beach uh, State. Yep. You got to show them around because that place is intimidating. Yep. You know? Yeah, I mean, it's it. I, I do a similar thing with like the white belts. I'm like, not 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 like take them around and give them like the the walkthrough, but like, just just to kind of give them like the heads up of like what what to expect. It's like, if it's your first tournament, like, just know that like the intensity is going to be probably more than you've seen. Yeah, so that, especially in the first like 45 seconds. Yeah. First first minute or so. Yeah, yeah. You're gonna get a guy who's gonna give you everything he has for 45 seconds, and if you're not ready for that, it's very overwhelming. Yes. It can I, be. I yeah. remember my very first white belt tournament, and it was just like that was what got me. Yep. It was like, oh my god, this guy grabbed my gi and was just like yanking and like trying to do whatever he could, you know. And it's just like there's so much energy there. But then, like the more tournament, the more tournaments you do, the more matches you have, you realize that like that guy who's like feels like he's Hercules. Yeah. Right. He's gonna gas out. Yeah. And then it's either it. I mean, some people gas out slower than others, but like you'll start to realize that like. It was just that, like that adrenaline dump in that first minute, yeah. Right, and then they, then they, it, it peters off, and then it becomes more of like what you're used to around at, at the, yeah. in, you know, in your class or whatever, or yep. open mat or whatever, where like, okay, now we're both playing the the chess game of jujitsu, right? Yeah, you know, and it's just like you got to get through that first like, you know, blitz, mm-hmm. and once the blitz is over, now we're playing, yeah, right, and you know what we were talking about earlier, it's like when you're playing a five minute match, man, it sucks when that one minute's over. And now you're like, well, four minutes doesn't sounds like a decent amount, you know, four of the five is, you know, that's 80% of your matches left, but four minutes isn't a lot of time. It's not a lot of time. Not when you're not, when you're playing against people who are one really good and two are trying to play this game that you're trying to play. They're trying to be really, really precise, really like sharp. It's like, It's chess, man. Yeah. It is chess. And that's what we were talking about. Like, sometimes all you want is that advantage. Yeah. You know, or that one, you know, or, the, well, I guess technically two, the two sweep points. Right. Or whatever. You just get that, that sweep, and now I'm going to I'm gonna hang out on top, and I'm going to do whatever I can to just not get submitted. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, and, that's, and that's what happens when <clears throat> you don't weather that storm properly, mm-hmm. and you get your guard passed, and now it's like, okay, now he's a little tired, but you've only got three and a half minutes left. Yep. And okay, here we go. I mean, you got to do something. You get that infamous uh, Nava. You got to move. Yeah. Uh, coaching. Um, yeah. I mean, I mean, how many times, like, just like in class, like or whatever, where you roll with one of those, like, like, like you said, the blue belts who are just like 
they just move faster. Lightning faster. They're, yeah. They're adult level. Like they got nothing but, you know, piss and vinegar, right? They're just like ready to go. Um, but you like, you find that like those guys who are like just <clears throat> that feel better than you for the first two minutes, you start to equal them in, in yep. three and four. And then that last minute, if you've been playing your energy right, you start coming out on top. Yep, you should. You should come yeah. out on top. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and it's, and it's, it's interesting if you, if you're cognizant of enough of like what's going on in a match, you can start to see the levels. Yep. Right. You can start to see when someone starts to peter off. You're like, oh, this guy's actually getting tired. Yep. I'm yep. not tired. Yep. All right. Now I'm going to start Here pushing. Here we go. Yep. Now it's time to start pushing. Yeah. And then you, you realize, oh, this guy who was like kicking my ass for the first minute and a half or two minutes. Now I'm getting the better. Yeah. Now I'm on top. Now I'm pushing the submissions. It's a great feeling. Man. Yeah, it's it, and if if you're <clears throat> if you can be cognizant enough to and be like in the, uh, in the moment enough to like be aware of it, it's a really cool feeling. Yeah, it you is. Know? It is. Yeah. Uh, another thing I want to talk about is um, a big lesson learned. Um, you and I came out for nationals and uh, or went out to Vegas for nationals, and um, I just remember not being able to focus at nationals. Yeah. Like I was not able to get my head in it no matter what. And everything went wrong, but that's no excuse. Like right. I was in the bullpen for way longer than I thought I would be. Uh, my first opponent didn't show up. My second opponent showed up late. So it was like, as soon as he walks in, Hey, you're up. And his brain was in it. Mine wasn't. And I remember being there and like, you know, I was totally aware of where the clock was. I was totally aware of what people were saying around me. I was totally aware of all this stuff. And, Honestly, like, um, it was almost like I was there to make friends. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, it's hey, too gonna, casual. Yeah, yeah, way too casual. So, um, I, I'm so glad that I got, that I lost. I don't remember what the score was, but I lost that, that match. Um, I think it was all advantages. I was like zero, zero, but he had a lot of advantages, Yeah, but no points anyway, but lost that match. But that match taught me a very valuable lesson, man. Focus, focus, focus. I was so focused this one. That as soon as I started warming up, I flipped that switch. Yeah. And once that flip that switch was flipped, it didn't unflip. Yeah. There were people trying to distract me, and I did not allow them to. Yeah. I mean, I was courteous. I was nice. I wasn't an asshole about it, but I was very, very direct. And I turned my back to them, and I threw my earbuds in, and I did not talk to anybody. I didn't talk to my opponents. I'm here to compete. Yes. Period. I didn't talk to my opponents. I didn't talk to my friends. I didn't. I mean, you came up. We talked a little bit because you saw the last the the other matches and whatever. You're giving me a little advice, but it was like very concise. And then I went right back. And as soon as I got on the mat, it was all business. It was. I didn't know what the, where the clock was. Like I looked up one time, second match, and I saw zero 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 one. And right away, I thought I got to get a takedown right now. Yep. And um, it didn't matter who had the one advantage. Like, I got to get a takedown right now because I don't want him to get any, any ideas. And I, and I executed. And that was the entirety of it. This, that's what made my third match so frustrating is, like, I was not tired. I was, like, I was so ready for my next match, but I didn't get it. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't matter. Yep. Because that lesson learned at Nationals, I'm going to carry into this upcoming year, and you better... You better pack a freaking lunch. Yep. <laughs> you yeah, know I, mean, what I mean, and and for those who are, who are, don't know how the point system works, it's like with advantages. It's like I could have a thousand van advantages, and Alex takes me down and gets two points. He wins. Wins. Yeah. Advantages don't mean shit if there's points on the board. That's true. Yep. Right. Um, coaching coaching wise, uh, so so you might relate to this. Um, uh, for those people who want to like open gyms in the future, it's like this is something you might want to like start looking into or like trying to be at least cognizant of. 
Um, so you, you were, you're talking about like how, when I approached you, it was kind of like just a couple things, leave you alone. Yep. Right. You need to learn how to like read people. Cause some people want to be, I mean, when you're a coach, cause some, it's, it's kind of your job to coddle some people like yeah. during a tournament. Yeah. And sometimes you get, you got to see a guy who's just like, fuck off. Yeah. I was in fuck off mode. Yeah. Yeah. Right. And, 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 and you're absolutely right. There are times when people need a coach and there's times when people need a friend. Yeah. And you got to know the difference. For sure, yeah. And, and I think along those same lines, man, the most important bit of coaching you can give to a, to a person is right after a loss. Yeah. That is the most important. You better say the right thing mm-hmm. at the right time after a loss. And knowing when that that right after the yes. loss is. Yes. Because like, there's sometimes where you're like, a guy lost, he doesn't want to hear a fucking thing you have to say. Right. That's Dallas. Dallas right. doesn't want to hear what you got to right. say. You just got to let him Some be. people are like... I want to talk to my friends, mm-hmm. right? I want to, I want that, you know, consultation. I want yeah. that, you know, I want that. Some people, fuck off, leave me alone for yep. a half hour, hour, yep. maybe the rest of the day. Who knows, yep. right? And it's like being able to read that room, man. If you don't know how to do that, you're gonna piss off people, and you're yeah. gonna lose, you're gonna lose students. Like, yeah. that's I, I think that's one of those like really, really fun. I don't know how to how to what the right you know word is, but. You know, as a coach, you're, you you got to be able to, like, read your students. Some, yep. some students need that. Some students don't want that. Yep. And, and I, I don't want isn't the right word because some some people, like, will tell you, like, hey, do you want me to talk to you after your match? And they'll say, yeah, absolutely. But you'll go to them and you'll see that, like, anything I say is just going to make everything worse. Yes. Yep. And that's and that's being knowing your read, students. Yeah, that's being able to read that. Yeah. yeah, like and and that comes from like you see them like have a rough day in class and you go to console them and it, you can tell that's just making their day worse. It's like all right, yeah. maybe I'm going to give this guy some room. Yeah. Or some guy who's having a bad day, you go to give him, you know, hey, you know, this is what you did wrong. This is what you need to do. This is what you need to work on. And you're like, yeah, you're right. Okay. It's it's called leadership collateral. Yeah. If you have enough enough leadership collateral, you can say anything to anyone at any time. Mm-hmm. If you're that person that you're there for them, like you see them in, 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 in the academy and you see they're not quite themselves and you pull them aside and you're like, hey, man, what's going on? And yeah. you talk a little bit. If it's five minutes. You're building that collateral. Yep. That's the person that you're, you're able to walk up to them at their worst moment and have a conversation. Yeah. Right? It's the person that doesn't build that collateral that can go just fuck off. Yeah. You know? I mean, how many times have you seen that where it's like the coach goes – up goes up to somebody who just lost and they're like they give them the like the one or two seconds and they're like okay they, they give them some space yep. but then their teammate comes up to them oh my gosh one yeah. of their friends or yeah. you know someone they train with and they're like oh man you should have done this yeah, yeah it's like dude just fuck off <laughs> yeah right yeah you know you see it all the time like, i know i haven't competed in four years but you know what you should have done yeah right exactly <laughs> it's like learning to le- read the room right yeah it's it's it's, it's tough right <clears throat> and everyone wants to be helpful and i get it yeah but man, it's it's a, it's a balancing act, and there's a lot of emotions that go into it, uh, go into competing because you, you're going out there and you're putting it all in the line. Yeah, yeah, right. Nothing like tells you you suck or you're awesome more than like going and competing. Hundred percent. Yep. And then uh, the last, uh, our main event for the for the weekend was uh, Amy, mm-hmm. and uh, she looked great, man. She uh, won her first match. Um, that girl was a little more scrappy than I expected. The first one, first one. Yep. And uh, I know, God. Uh, if she if she ever hears this, no disrespect, no we disrespect. Yes, but we both saw her and we're like, oh, okay, this one's gonna be yeah, easy. This is in the bag. Yeah, yeah. But, but she came out. She was swinging. Scrappy. Yeah, she was she came out swinging. Yeah, and um, I think Amy's first uh, collar uh, collar drag was a little hesitant. Yep. 
You know, she was still trying to feel. I mean, first match is always the hardest. Yeah. You get through the first match, the rest are easy, even if they're not. You know yeah. what I mean? But like emotionally, physically, like just trying to figure out where you need to be. I think Amy was trying to throw the girl across the mat and slipped. That's, Maybe. I think, what happened. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. Yeah. It wasn't like a proper, like a regular collar drag into a single. I think she was trying to launch this girl. Yeah. And it didn't work out. I mean, the second one. Bounced her head off yeah. the mat. I was like, <laughs> Second one went way better. Okay, third there one, it is. Third one went even better than that. Yeah. So, yeah, you know, it was a good match. Um, finished with an Americana, mm-hmm. which is almost signature frame. Jeez, all props to that girl, man. That that shoulder lock, that uh, Americana was twisted. Twisted, yeah. Her yeah. elbow was going the wrong way on that I was one. like, oof, did that pop out? Yeah. You know, and Amy, obviously, you know, being as nice as she is, was immediately like, are you okay? Yeah. Yeah, that was cool. And then uh, second match didn't go as well. Yeah, I mean, um, we talked about this a little bit, too. It's, like, kind of, like, I think if either one of us were able to talk to her between matches, I think both of us would have told her the same thing. You're going to go out, and you're going to drag that girl's face into the ground. Yes, yes. And you're not pulling guard. No, you're going to do exactly what you do all the time. Yeah. You know, that's the thing, man. Like, yes, okay, maybe you can have one or two strategies, but there's always one that you're better at. Yeah. Just do that one. Yeah. And if you lose playing your A game, that's okay. Yeah. <laughs> if you lose because you doubted your A game and went with something else, that's not okay. Yeah, the, the time for I'm going to try this is in class. Yeah, that's that's like Wednesday, Yeah. you know, 6 p.m., 7 yeah. p.m., whatever it is. It's not at, at Worlds. Yeah, if, if you're a one-trick pony, cool. Play awesome. that trick. Yes. Play that trick. I've got one takedown. I've got one guard pass. I've got one. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Do play your best that. to play that game. Play yeah, that. Absolutely. Yeah. 100%. And uh, I think Amy got in a little bit in her head. Yeah. I don't think she heard. About, like, apparently, like, the other team was, like, telling um, uh, her opponent that, like, oh, yeah, she's going to call her drag you. Mm-hmm. And I don't think she heard that until after the fact, which is probably good. Yeah. But either way, she's still, like, I remember talking to her before the match, and she's like, I want to do my collar drag takedown for the yeah. first match and then pull guard for the second match or whatever. I'm like, okay, you know, but you know, I, I, you don't ever want to like tell someone like that's not a good idea, you know, cause you don't want to like discourage that. Right. But right. like sometimes, <clears throat> like you said, or like we were just saying, it's like stick to what, what you are. What, whatever, whatever your a game is. Amy's guard or uh, collar drag is perfect. It's great. It's perfect. Yeah. It's great, you know? and and that should be what she does every single time until they stop her. Yeah, but you know what? Like, the cool thing about that collar drag is it literally puts you right into a single leg position. Mm-hmm. So if you can play, you know, a, an outside single, and you can play a collar drag, dude, do it. That's perfect, right? And worst case scenario, you end up in half guard. Yeah, no bottom big deal. half guard, which is like, I mean, for me, I'm like hell yeah, I love playing bottom half. I but, do love playing bottom half, but um, and you know. And if that's if if that's going to be the game that someone wants to play, then learn the ins and outs. Like if you lose that that pull, now you're playing guard. Yep. Be good at half guard then. Yep. Have a couple good sweeps from that half guard. But uh, yeah, I mean, she just ended up on the you know the wrong side of that stick. Unfortunately, the I mean, the girl I, we talked about a little bit after not we and that girl, but you and I talked about this a little bit afterwards. I'm like, they have that match 10 times. She wins eight out of 10. Yeah. Eight eight out of 10. Cause she, I mean, you could tell like from the position that like, kind of like, um, you know, like turned away side control position. Like that girl didn't really have an answer for Amy just kind of like hunkering down. Right. Which, which I'm like, you don't know how to back reset. Right. Take the back. Take the back lady. Yeah. What are you doing? And like, she had to be walked through the knee on belly. Yeah. Which I thought was like, your purple belt. How do that you? That was know? interesting. Yeah, yeah, that was interesting. She didn't know how to knee on belly properly, yeah. but whatever. I don't want to talk shit. 
Yes, I, I do. You know, I don't, yes, I, do. I don't know, I don't know that she didn't know how to do it. I think in the moment you kind of, she might have just gotten lost. Maybe you know what I mean. Maybe. I'm sure yeah. she knows how to neon belly. I mean, I'm sure she knows how to do all that stuff. But maybe in the moment she was like, "I'm winning, and I've got her locked down. Why do anything? Like yeah. Amy had to go to her. Yeah. Period. So that's where mistakes get made. Maybe it was the right strategy. Maybe. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, neon belly is usually easy points. But. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so I guess um, we we were we were uh, tooling around. We were talking about tooling around uh, Vegas a little bit, <laughs> and um, I don't normally look at my steps at all. I don't give give a crap about it. But we were doing like thirty thousand steps a day in Vegas. Just going out. That's stupid. That's just stupid. Don't worry. We we balanced it with liquor. <laughs> I think food. we did it right though. I didn't. We didn't drink a lot. I mean, we ate a lot, but. That was about it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. <clears throat> I mean, that last night was, was after Amy's match was definitely like, oh, yeah. Shouldn't have had that last beer. <laughs> yeah. Are you uh, are you doing Master Worlds next year? Yeah. All right. Next we year. got it. We got it on video. It's on video. He's doing it. He's <laughs> no, doing next it. year. Next year, I uh, I'm 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 done. I'm gonna do Southwest Classic this week this year. Okay. Um, and then next year, I'm like, I don't give a fuck. I'm just gonna just compete as much as I can. Yeah. I told Kelsey that I'm like, I'm doing as many of the out of state Phoenix. Phoenix Open, uh, obviously the Phoenix Open, but like all, like you know, San Diego, Austin, as many yeah. as I can. Yeah, you know. Yeah, I might, I might join you for a few of those. Definitely want to do nationals. Definitely want to do if if Pans is in Anaheim and not Florida, I'll do Pans. Yeah. Um, definitely gonna do Master Worlds. Uh, but Master Worlds is the only one I care about, man. Yeah. That's the only one I want to win. I, all the other ones are just tune-ups. Um, I'll definitely support as many of the local ones as I can, depending on how many students I have competing. If I have a lot of students competing, then I'll just, I'll just coach. Yeah. But. Um, but yeah, man. Um, you know, training camp starts today. Soon. Yeah, today, man. I mean, you know, it's um, we were there at six a.m. this morning. Yeah, it's a bummer, man. I was not. I was at open mat and uh, I did not roll. I, I worked the desk. Bitch. Hey, got to run a business. I guess. But um, but yeah, man. Um, okay, so we'll um, we'll make plans to, to train together and and uh, as much as we can and do what we do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so that's uh, we're about going for about an hour. Yeah, so that, that that'll that'll work. A little shorter than our last one. Yeah, a little shorter than our, two and a half hours. That one's actually drops today. So yeah, I should yeah. I should be dropping that later on today. All right, everybody. So um, if you got something out of the out of the podcast, if you like, please uh, like and subscribe. Please comment if you hate it, love it. I don't care. Please comment. Love to talk to you. Um, look us up on Instagram at at the um, at the BJJ Foxcast. Uh, we've got a Facebook page. We've got um, uh, YouTube. Trying to get as much traffic on YouTube as possible. So please follow us on YouTube. And Tojo, thanks for doing this, brother. Of course, always. All right, man. See ya.